Yeah, right. You want some of these jelly beans? Yeah, they look really good. Yummy. Yeah, here, this one you probably recognize as a jelly ball. It looks like Tutti Fruity. Oh, God. I said it looks like it's Stinky Socks. Oh, Rashi, socks. what the hell is this? It's Stinky Socks. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, God. I'm Paul Dini. This is Missy Lee, and we just cut a line that Paul just spat out and had to go. It was so gross, I thought Rashi would love it, but he just uh, curled up his nose and ran away. Yeah, he sure did. I did too. So did Ezra. He actually hit cut just yeah. as you said it. It takes a lot of work to, to gross out Rashi. It takes a lot of work to gross out me. Mm-hmm. But occasionally I like doing it because I like keeping the monkey in line. Well, I know you have a lot to say, so I'm going to step away for a minute, and then I'll be back later with some, some fun. We're just going to get caught up on the news. I don't care. Good. Walking like a pirate today. Screwed up my leg. Oh, boy. Yeah. What happened? Uh, I pulled a muscle in it. I pulled the calf muscle and wrecked oh. it really badly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I'm not wearing a cast on it or anything, but we went over the weekend to the tall ships thing. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. You uh, people we knew were there, right? Yeah. Some, some friends of ours said, hey, come, it'll be fun. And it's like, all right. Well, I didn't know anything about it. I knew there was a large duck there. Yeah, well, I heard there was a giant rubber ducky. Yeah, well, there was. There were a few of them. A there few was, of them? Well, there was like a display duck, and then there was the 60-foot tall. Okay, not like a bunch of little rubber duckies, and then a big mama rubber ducky. That was no, and it wasn't like make way for ducklings with okay. a giant one and a bunch yeah. of little ones following along. It was a, you know, I'm not in the best shape for walking, for, for long endurance walking. You know, <laughs> at one point in my life I was, and at some point in my life I'd like to get back there. But, you know, it was like, let's go to the beach and look at a rubber duck. So it's like, okay, in my ignorance, I thought we drive down to the beach or the yeah, pier. We stand at the shore. And we'd see the thing, they get back in the car and go home. Well, no, you know. I knew that we were doomed when I saw, you know, it said remote parking. Oh, man. It's like, oh, God, remote, oh, what is this? It's a big event, isn't I, it? And I'm wearing sandals, too, you know? <laughs> wearing shorts and sandals, look like a, you know, big old tourist. And so we get there, and we have to take a shuttle bus over to, first the traffic is horrendous getting down. Yeah. It's the last weekend of the tall ships. And then we uh, have to take a shuttle bus over. So we wait for a shuttle bus. There's a little red car trolley, but it's filled with people, you know. <laughs> and uh, I want to take a red car because it's like, hey, Roger Rabbit, you know, mm -hmm. red car. And I've never seen one except other, you know, in museums and stuff. But apparently they have a little red car that just goes down the length of the pier in San Pedro. So we take a bus over. And then we walk over, you know, down the pier to pass the big ships to where the tall ships are and, and you know it's like this is sunday and i've been a real lox about getting up i've uh, i've had no breakfast so i'm hungry <laughs> and i'm in a bad mood <laughs> yeah. and i'm wearing poor footwear so we head the down trifecta. there what the trifecta yeah <laughs> so we go and we eat something and uh it wasn't bad it's just like after three bites i'm full you know it's wow. just like i don't want to eat this anymore yeah and then so we head walking down the docks of the big duck. And then, of course, we pass all the food trucks that have the better stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
but I'm full now, so uh, I don't want to eat. And and also the people are, it's like Disneyland crowded. Oh, really? And it's crowded in a horrible way where people are walking in front of you, but they're not walking single file. They're all spread out mm-hmm. and they're moving around in front of you almost yeah, they're, like. They're waving and walking. Yeah. It's like when you're at the airport and you're running frantic to get a plane and there's somebody in front of you and, and you just want to boom, I'm out of the way and yeah. keep going. Yeah, they're too busy looking at the sites. They're just sort of enjoying their time, but they're also behind a whole bunch of people, so they're just sort of... And then one of them tur- invariably turns and calls to a friend, hey, come on over, and then it's like they're, they're yelling at you. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, so we, we finally get down to the rubber duck, and then we meet the rest of our party down there, and it's like, how'd you get here first? And it's like, well, we pulled into the parking pot spot right next to the rubber duck. I so say, you had remote parking too. Yes, well, I don't think our attendant spoke very good English. He just waved us in. Like, lucky you. So <laughs> we look at the duck, and it's a big duck, and it looks like something the penguin would ride around in in one of the Batman movies. <laughs> yeah. It looks yeah. a lot like that, actually, from the penguin, you know, the, the penguin's rubber duck from Batman Returns. And then we walk all the way back to the pier, and at this point, I'm exhausted and my feet hurt. And uh, then the shuttle buses come and they're all filled and they keep passing us by. And Misty says, let's walk it. I said, I don't want to walk. Let's take the red car. And it's like people are shoving and pushing and acting like swine to get on the red car. So that's out. Okay. And, you know, and we could wait for another one. They say there's like 20 minutes. And of course we see like 10 go by. We start once we start walking, we see them going like psh, 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 psh. <laughs> so we start walking and we walked about 17, 18 blocks uphill. And uh, then I'm at this point, and Missy's going, You're going great. And I'm like going like everything in me that hurts, that can hurt, does hurt. And it wasn't until a day or two later that my calf really started hurting. Mm. And I went to the chiropractor day and she said, Oh, you ripped up your muscle. It's like, oh I did, you know, it's because to walk that far. Yeah. You have to warm up for that. Yeah. And not walk up hills and not wear sandals. So so it's like today, you know, I was sitting at my desk and it's like sitting just irritates the hell out of it, you know, to because the blood starts running one way and then I get up and it starts running the other. So yeah. I'm complaining about that. So it's like I'm walking around like a pirate, you know, not in a good way, you know. <laughs> no. like, like, it's more like, oh, my freaking foot hurts. And uh, and so I'm walking around like Peg Leg Pete. Pirate on his last leg. Yeah, yeah. So I'm doing the Peg Leg Pete, but it's like I'm not even, it's not even fun. So um, so I'm grouchy. Uh, and, I, I don't, and I lost a tooth. Uh, so that's ah. a good thing, yeah. Uh, a whole uh, tooth or a part of one? Or? Well, I have a crown or an inlay. Uh-huh. And... I I had waited like three weeks, you know, to have it. They were going to take it off and then put it in the the gold inlay or, you know, whatever they're going to do, put it in the permanent thing. Mm -hmm. Last night I was having a little piece of chicken, a little soft piece of chicken, so they crunch. Oh, really? So I have to stop eating the chicken, and tonight I had to eat like, you know, I had to eat soft food all day, so it's like noodles and stuff. And that's fine, but I'm not supposed to eat anything on it. And it's like, well, can I call the dentist? Can you see me right now? Well, no, of course not. Um, can I, well, when can I come in? Well, you can keep your appointment tomorrow. That's when you're supposed to come in. Yeah, but what do I do till then? Don't eat anything. Oh, really? Okay, so just not even water? Water's okay, I guess. 
But not cold water. Yeah. But anyway, Missy went out and got wacky candy tonight, so we'll have some wacky candy later. Oh, okay. So I've been eating like candy on this side of my mouth. Ah. And I lost a tooth there too, and I have to get that replaced. So Jeez. it's like I'm falling apart here. It's like no fun August. But August is never any fun. <laughs> Yeah, you're like uh, my car right now. It's yeah, falling apart. Like, yeah, no thanks to us. I mean, <laughs> well, we was, didn't that do was it. Minor, but... honestly, because uh, last week uh, my car died and I found out my alternator's bad, and now I'm replacing like the the tension rod in the back because oh, it's squealing. Damn. And, and yeah, it's and, bad enough you got sideswiped last yeah. month. Jeez. Yeah, that wasn't fun. No, no. Well. Yeah, so that's uh, that's what's been going on around here. It's just like uh, you know, wacky ball of fun. Um, but uh, let's see, what else? Is, what's in the news? What, what can you talk uh, about? Let's see, uh, Donald or yeah, Donald Glover just got announced as Miles Morales in the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. Oh, I know that. Yeah, because yeah. I was there when he came in to record it. Oh, that's fantastic. That's he he was amazing. he was he was loving it. He's lo- sure. any chance to be associated with Spider-Man, he was yeah. loving that. He was, he was, and he does a great job too. Yeah, he's. Do you, do you know uh, anything about him and the origin of Miles Morales? Because uh, I heard Bendis was, you know, sort of was inspired by his whole campaign to be Spider-Man. I never asked Brian about that. It wouldn't surprise me though. Yeah. But Brian, you know, has got his ear to the ground on such things, and so it wouldn't surprise me a bit if that's if that's where that came from. Interesting. So, um, but that episode. I don't know when they're going to air that episode because I know that it's the, part of the new series, right? It's yeah, but rebuild. Yeah, well, that's what at least it seemed like from the article I read. Well, the, this season is called the Web War Web Warriors yeah, on Web Ultimate Warriors. Spider-Man, and I know that it starts. I think they're running online, or I think they've already run over in England or okay. something. But I know that uh, that they start running domestically this week. I think mm-hmm. it's a two-part Avengers thing on Sunday. That I, I wrote it, oh, and so okay. I wrote the the two parter, which is which is fun. Nice. There's a big shout out to Dan Slot in there. Okay. Not a, slot, a shout out, more of a wink to <laughs> to uh, to to. Big in the Spidey universe. Yeah. Well, he knew I was doing it because yeah. I I wrote that I was doing this, and it would have made it would have been more current a year ago, but <laughs> it I think but the fans who stuck with the whole Superior Spider Man arc will ah. catch. The reference in there, so nice. it's uh, it's a it's a I won't blow the gag. You yeah, know, when, yeah. you, when you see it, you'll kind of go, oh, ha, 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 ha. okay, Paul Dini reads Spider Man. Those well, are my least, favorite parts. What? <laughs> the most are my favorite parts where I do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, this is good, but but they also said the Miles Morales one won't air until next year, and I'm going like, guys, it's the uh, end of August. We still have September, October, November, December. Yeah, and I and that one was actually scheduled pretty early in the run. I mean, we've got we've got like some. Well, I don't know. Yeah. It, so maybe it, maybe it won't air until next year. I don't know. It, we we kind of go we kind of jump around, and go back and forth with a bunch of things. A lot of guest stars next season. A lot of interesting characters showing up. A lot more Shield action. A lot more superheroes. Uh, Squirrel Girl shows up. Oh, that should be good. I Voiced like by Misty Lee. Oh, fantastic. Doing her... her, her Squirrel Girl. The nuttiest heroine of them all. <laughs> and she, she, she did, a, she did a, a, a really wonderful job with Squirrel Girl. It's a lot of fun. It would be... You know, it's, it's fun to stick a character in there who's pure comedy. I mean, Spider-Man is supposed to be, you know, yeah. comedy also, but... Uh, 
but he has a heroic side. Squirrel Girl has a lot of squirrels, and uh, she's, <laughs> she's a lot of fun. Um, let's see. Yeah, so... Uh, Emmys last night? Any and, uh, surprises, or you watched them at all, or...? No, I, I you know I watched them and uh, you know, as as expected, the big tribute was to Robin Williams, yeah. and that was really nice. Billy Crystal's piece on Robin was was very good. Yeah, I heard that was touching. Yeah, um, uh, my old buddy Chris Lloyd made out like a bandit again on Modern <laughs> Family. I mean, yeah. he's I, I actually think he can bowl with the Emmys that he's got. <laughs> he can put them together like bowling pins and then <laughs> roll, you know, like a bowling ball down and knock them all over. I actually think he has enough that he could, you know, smash them all up and then put down a fresh set. And then, <laughs> so congratulations to Chris. He's uh, one of the funniest guys I know. And, and okay. it's a big part of Modern Family success, as he was with Frasier and uh, uh, Wings and a bunch of other shows that he's been involved with throughout the years. The Lloyd family is very... Very creative. If there's like a like a dynasty in comedy writers, they're they are right up there. Because, he must uh, have been responsible for adding Frazier's guest spot to Wings, then, because that's the one actor who's been nom or won an award for his the same portrayal of a character in three different shows. Yes, that's right. That's right. So he, he did do uh, Frazier on Wings and. And uh, with Stephen Weber and uh, Tim Daly, yeah. and uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, and he's worked with um, he's worked with uh, um, Kelsey quite a quite a lot over the years. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chris is a great guy. He's a phenomenal basketball player. Very funny writer. Uh, is married to the wonderful Arlene Sorkin, voice oh. of Harley Quinn. Yeah, they're wonderful kids, Eli and Owen, who are. Now, it's it's amazing. I knew those. Yeah, you know, it's like I've known Chris and Arlene so long. The kids showed up, and then, and now they're grown. Now the kids are grown. It's like well, how how that they're about happen? To have their own kids. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw Eli about three weeks ago, and it's like, hello, Paul. I'm finished my first year at Tufts, <laughs> yeah. and I'm also doing stand up comedy. It's like really well. Cool, and they're both they're they're tremendous kids. You know, they they, they perform and they act and they um, uh, play music and wow. uh, and uh, and of course they write. They, they're going to uh, be a force to be reckoned with. Well, they already are. I mean, yeah. well, well, Chris, all of Chris's brothers um, write. I think his sister's a writer, and their dad was David Lloyd, who was a terrific writer who was on. Uh, the Mary Tyler Moore Show and okay. Taxi and yeah. uh, shows like that. Dave, one of the th David's, one of his many claims to fame was when they talk about when they invariably do the hundred funniest episodes of anything on TV. They always single out the Mary Tyler Moore Show and they always single out the Chuckles the Clown episode. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was the the death of Chuckles the Clown. That was a. A terrific episode. So he wrote that, and he wrote many terrific episodes of um, uh, Frasier and uh, Taxi and all these I things. Taxi. Very genial, very funny mm -hmm. gentleman. Uh, a few nights, I was lucky enough to go to dinner with the Lloyd Sorkin clan and uh, at Trader Vic's, which was one of David's favorite places. Mm -hmm. And he would hold court and tell hysterically funny stories. We could... He and I loved uh, the comic strip Pogo, and we could talk about it for for oh, hours. Yeah. He loved he, he loved Pogo, and he loved Calvin and Hobbes. I once oh. labored mightily trying to find him a Calvin and Hobbes uh, 
strip, but uh, they're yeah. not to be had. Yeah, they're a rare, rare thing. I know one dude who's got one. Yeah. David Mandel has one, and he ain't giving it up for, for love nor money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got one. He's got the one that I know of. Um, I think there are some other ones. I, th- I think there are two. I think there are two out in circulation, and, and I think David has both of them. Yeah, the rest are all at the uh, Museum of Art, uh, uh, where he was from, right? Who? Um, uh, uh, Bill Watterson. Bill Watterson. Yeah, I just saw the documentary on Netflix. Yeah. It was really fascinating. Like every single piece he's ever done, he donated to this comic museum mm-hmm. uh, that's near where he lives. I heard a story, and I don't know how true it is, but I heard that when he first got involved in in, in, in strip syndication, when Calvin and Hobbes had been out for about a year, he uh, called Charlie Schultz, uh-huh. and he revered Schultz, as a lot of cartoonists do, and uh, rightly so. And uh, he said to Schultz, you know, I've been getting all this talk from animators and from toy companies who want to make toys and, and animation out of my characters. What should I do? And Schultz said, don't do it. Do not do it because your life will not be your own. You will hate it. You'll, you'll be, you know, like more of a businessman than an artist and everything like that. And that was rumor number one that I heard. They had mm-hmm. this conversation that, that Bill Watterson took it to heart and didn't do it. The other rumor, I don't know how true this is, is Schultz said that as a way like, I don't need the competition. Because oh. Schultz was pretty competitive, and he really resented the fact that Garfield came up when it did, and mm-hmm. and 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 got in all the same papers, and you know suddenly Snoopy's being forced off of shells by by Garfield. So you know it's like I'm sure the last thing he needed was Hobbs competing with uh, yeah shelf space with Snoopy, but um, I don't know. You got to admire Waterston. He's uh, I, I think he's made enough from the books to live. I don't know. He's made books and calendars and more like paper products. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think he's made more than enough to live comfortably. It's all been reprints of the original work. It's Mm -hmm. never been like any deviation from that. Yeah, both him and he and um, Gary Larson. Oh, yeah. (coughs) They were guys who just said, now it stops with the calendars. Gary did the one cartoon, though. He did the one cartoon, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which was actually, I enjoyed that immensely. It was a bunch of shorts and Mm -hmm. it worked for his style. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, I mean, hell, I think the guy who even made the ripoff Calvin peeing uh, decal has yeah. made enough at this point to yeah. retire. Yeah, it's sort of sad that you know the that kids are not going to grow up hugging a Hobbes doll. But it's sort yeah. of cool that the only one who ever had one was Calvin. I, I know when I was growing up reading those strips over and over again, I always wanted to do the voices of Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, because I figured they had the same voice too. Yeah, just a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a dream of mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, and then it was heartbroken when I realized he didn't ever do that. And I, I respected him, but mm-hmm. still heartbroken. Well, I like it, though, the fact that, you know, that you, you look around and everything is being bought up these days. Everything mm-hmm. is, is, is being devoured and it becomes part of something else, like Marvel and the Muppets and everything was devoured by Disney. And yeah. so now they're all part of Disney, you know. And Star Wars. And Star Wars too and everything. Mm-hmm. And and it'll keep the it'll keep the stuff around for years, but it'll keep the stuff around for years. I mean, it's like it's like King Feature Syndicate, you know, they own Popeye and Betty Boop and uh, Crazy Cat and all that stuff and then they bring those characters out occasionally, so it'll be the same with Disney. They just become like a a managing house for different properties. Mm-hmm. And I feel that it's useful when you are 
when you're uh, when you retire and you want your characters to live on and you want to receive some ongoing equity from the characters, I'm sure you can work out a deal like that with them. On the other hand, I don't imagine it would be all that great for artists who just say, well, I want to do something with my characters again. And it's like, well, that doesn't fit in with the big corporation's plans. Yeah. They own the characters. So. Yeah, you got to sort of do it at the end of your life. And when you know nobody's picking it up and, you know, yeah. pass, you're not passing the torch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then there are characters that'll just, there just doesn't seem to be any, they, they, they've seen their day. And, that, mm-hmm. and you can look at their, and you can look at the strips and you can look at, collections of the books and or the original artwork and the artwork is just as vibrant and just as wonderful as it was way back when but it doesn't read for modern audiences mm-hmm. and that's because i think that the character's been out of the public eye for for so long and mm-hmm. um you know you look at at great strips like well they, they everything has been reprinted so you know you can find great strips like yeah. Uh, Barnaby has been re- is being reprinted currently, and Pogo and uh, Little Abner and everything. But when you think about how heavily merchandised Little Abner was at one point during the fifties and sixties, and oh, yeah. Al Cap was everywhere, and without and once he retired, those characters really kind of withered and died. And the hillbilly archetype that you know that's all but gone. Yeah. And Pogo never did any significant merchandise. You know, just little bits here and there, and those characters. You know, you well, it wasn't the same world back then with the merchandising, and they didn't think it would take off as much. It was, it was like what rare occurrences, like Superman and stuff. Well, right? it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, I, I, I remember in the early mid '60s that peanuts just started being everywhere, and the merchandising on peanuts was really hip looking. It had. Mm. Not quite a psychedelic design to it, but it was very, the graphic design on it, it was all done by a company called Determined Products or Mm -hmm. Determined Productions in San Francisco. And it had a very eye-catching design of mixing the Charles Schultz illustrations with the characters. And I remember they were the first dolls that I ever collected were the, I think they were called the pocket dolls. And they came out and they were the Peanuts characters. They were about Mm -hmm. this big. They were in plastic bags. And they came out with Linus, Lucy, Schroeder, Charlie Brown, Snoopy. And then they did, for the Apollo moon landing, they did a special Snoopy in a box dressed like an astronaut. Oh, wow. And that was a big deal to get that. And I remember getting that and like, oh, that was like a major gift, you know, wow. when I got that. It was a Snoopy as an astronaut with the helmet and everything. And it was like, whoa, big deal. But that was 69, 70, and, and Pogo continued to... Uh, a few years beyond Kelly's death and to 75. And hmm. so, and I remember when they made a, um, an animated special, Chuck Jones and Walt Kelly made an animated Pogo special. They did come out with some little giveaway tie in plastic figures that oh. were, you know, for, uh, for certain, like whoever sponsored the, the special, you went and bought their laundry detergent or the dishwashing liquid. It came with a little figurine, mm-hmm. but I was actually looking like, well, you know, well, where are the Pogo figures? When are they coming out? And, I guess it just, either Kelly wasn't interested in it, or he, you know, I remember there was a Halloween costume I saw once of Pogo and a few other things. And even now, I just think that the, I, I think that time has gone on that, that you could, you could probably go to somebody and have them do a line of figurines of the characters. But again, you know, who's going to buy them? There's certainly little children, you know, look at the, those characters and they, they don't even read to them yeah. anymore, you know? Yeah. Kelly died in uh, 
73, so that would have been 30, 40 years ago, 41 wow. years ago. So that's like two generations. And and even then it was rather sophisticated strip for, for kids. So yeah, you can come out with a little figurine of him for the collectors, I get, for those those characters for the collectors, but you know. And then there were just strips that are just good strips that I enjoy reading, and those are all, those are all gone, <laughs> and because uh, once, and those are those are things that are not going to get picked up by a DreamWorks or a Disney or or anything like that, because other than just owning the trademark, owning the trademark on the off chance that the something about those characters will spark and they'll become current again, there's no point in, in really having them, yeah. because you know it's a it's a different world. I did hear a rumor of a Betty Boop movie. Well, yeah, Betty Boop. Mm -hmm. uh, Betty Boop makes sense. Betty Boop makes yeah, sense. Yeah, she's still sort of a, a recognizable icon to some degree. They've yeah. they've built her just right with what makeup and kids bags and toys and lunchboxes. Yeah. Oh yeah, Roger Rabbit. That's true. Also, she doesn't really have much going for her other than I mean, I, I mean, she's she's cute and she's flirty and. She's very generic, but if you look at the same, she's got the same head shape as Hello Kitty, basically. You know? <laughs> and uh, so there is something generic about her. Yeah. The old cartoons are wonderful, but you couldn't do those cartoons again. Oh, no. And, you know, Popeye is of his time also, but, you know, Popeye is eternal because they show those cartoons, and th those kids are basically love the fist fighting and the mm -hmm. fact that Popeye is a grouchy man. Yeah. Who beats up on other grouchy men, you know, and and so there's a there's a basic appeal there. Snoopy is you know a happy go lucky dog, and you know the Charlie Brown world that kind of makes sense. And I know they're doing a, an animated CG Charlie Brown movie next year, so there's that coming around. Yeah. But when you look at Pogo, it's just a bunch of swamp animals, you know, talking cute and having picnics. And oh look, here comes uh, Richard Nixon as a spider, or <laughs> you know another political caricature. And, yeah, um, very and, satirical. Yeah, so um, you know, Doonesbury is something they'll probably fade once yeah. Trude Trudeau oh, yeah. decides not to draw it anymore because that, that's too topical. It's too uh, yeah on the nose and current. Yeah, there's no, there's no kid out there who wants to collect a Michael Doonesbury action figure, you mm -hmm. know, and. and and do or, that. Or the cigarette mascot, or... Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I know they did come out with an Uncle Duke figure, and they, they brought that out with a with the book collection, and that was mm -hmm. kind of a neat item to get. But, yeah. But as far as, you know, Zonker Harris, you know... Yeah. It's fun, but on, and on the other hand, is like once the strip goes, those characters are going to go because, you know, nobody's going to want to continue that. Whereas somebody like Dick Tracy, Little Orphan Annie, they come back again around, stuff like that. Crazy Cat, again, kind of just yeah. for collectors. Yeah. You have to kind of be, you know, have a very whimsical side to get into Crazy Cat. I I, I, I I grew up on those. My dad had all those when I was a kid. Crazy Cat? Yeah, oh, it was amazing. Ignatz and Crazy Cat are the two best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're really great. Um, Very surreal too. Yeah, I mean, it was just that triangle of cat getting whacked on the head by the brick and the dog throwing the mouse in jail and mm -hmm. trying to keep you know that you know. And the dog was no, the cat was in love with the mouse. mouse. Yeah, uh -huh. 
the mouse had nothing but contempt for the cat, but yeah. secretly, I think, was fond of the cat. Yeah. And the dog loved the cat. And okay. the And the cat, the dog loved the cat because he he thought that the cat was defenseless and innocent, <laughs> and Ignatz was a was a cruel viper. It was a very strange turn on all the traditional character types for those mm -hmm. animals. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, in some cases, the less there is to a character, the, the longer that character will exist. Like yeah. Tom and Jerry, it's cat and a mouse. Oh, yeah. Chasey's really <laughs> antagonistic, itchy and scratchy. Yeah. Have you watched The Simpsons Marathon? No, we don't have cable, so uh, oh. we're missing out on the marathon itself. I'll just put DVDs on and we can feel like it. Well, they're about yeah. halfway through, and you can kind of stop watching at this point. I yeah, love exactly. The Simpsons, but you know, for the last twelve years, they've been kind of. So, so, what season is your cutoff season? Everyone has a cutoff season. I actually think my. I think my season is probably season six. Wow, early, because I'll go up to thirteen. And about 11. Yeah, and Emily's 11. I go more by specific episodes. You know, like okay. I, I'll have to look at one of those big honking uh, episode books. Yeah. Because there are some episodes that I really love. I'd say around... But you can love a particular episode and the rest of the season not be that great. And you'd still have your cutoff earlier on. I started in 90, 90 right? Yeah. I guess I'm good till about 98 or 99, you know? Okay. With some reservations there, like around, then after that, uh, around 2000, uh, when it, when it suddenly became celebrity of the week, and uh, well, what started to frustrate me is uh, going through the plot line so quickly. They did a whole like a plot during the first five minutes to set up the next plot, and usually it was a lot more interwoven, and some development happened beforehand, mm -hmm. and and now it just feels like there's three or four episodes crammed into one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think what's interesting in the last season or two, they've been getting, I think they've been getting different writers and younger writers, and I think they're actually getting writers who were not alive when The Simpsons started, yeah. you know, and have grown up with it. And uh, so they can kind of come in and, and do a new take on it. Um, there, There's one episode that I always put off as a sort of the cutoff point, and that was, and there were great episodes after it too, but... Uh, it's the one where Bart goes to work at the burlesque house. Oh, it's yeah. It's called Bart After Dark. And and it's Marge wants to tear down the burlesque house. I, I, I love the gags in that one. And it's, it's not the, like I, I felt like it jumped the shark after that one. But it was the best little whorehouse in Texas parody, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was great. We put the spring in Springfield. Yeah, exactly. And... Uh, <laughs> um, it's... And it's sort of like the best kept secret in town. Everybody knows it's there. Yeah, and, and, and it's a been around for years, and nobody's mentioned it up until now. Yeah. <laughs> to shut it down now would be twisted, and then all the bullies sing. We just found out this place existed, <laughs> and uh, they yeah. have that big musical number. That was good. And uh, I, um, then again, I like any story where Bart is kind of put in an adult position of responsibility. Like, he's dormant at the burlesque house. He's fixing drinks for Fat Tony. That was a great... I still think about the Three Fingers of Milk Ma. Yeah, that was a great one. <laughs> um, let's see. Some of the... Uh, Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie was a favorite of mine because it was so true to life, too. 
to, and you you want executives to see that and realize yeah. how venal and stupid and silly they are and and change but they never change they they just say yes that's exactly what we should do <laughs> oh. um i need to return to my home planet <laughs> yes <laughs> he was from space i guess <laughs> um the simpsons family guy crossover oh yeah that's happening that looks inevitable yeah mm. yeah nobody's stopping that now <laughs> The only, you know, the only thing that would really be cool is if the Flintstones show up halfway through it. <laughs> but that wouldn't, that wouldn't happen. Someone uh, was telling me about a John K. Uh, storyboard uh, where he storyboarded the Jetsons live above this like gassed-out world that's essentially the Flintstones. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how true that is, but I thought it seemed hilarious. No, no, that would explain a lot of things, like. Uh, <laughs> Like the uh, like the Flintstones are the Morlocks and the Jetsons yeah. are the Eloi. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That actually is pretty funny. <laughs> and that mankind has devolved and yeah. to the dinosaur days and everything. Um, yeah. Uh, so Simpsons. Yeah, I, I just reach a uh, the one where it jumped the shark for me is, I guess the one where it was. The one I, I, the first time I, I watched an episode, I go, why am I watching this? It was the one where Homer goes to work for, oh, Alec Baldwin, and uh, was that the one? And 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 who? Was, and it was actually Alec Baldwin. Is that the? Wait, one? wasn't it? Who is Alec Baldwin married to? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was um, uh, Kim. Uh, shoot. Amazing. Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger, Alec yeah. Baldwin, and Ron Howard are in the episode. Yes, yes. I'm going like, why am I watching this? <laughs> it, it, now it is the Flintstones. It's, it, it's like the, whoever the celebrity is, and when, once they have celebrities showing up and giving their little life lessons, like the Lady Gaga episode they did a couple of seasons ago, it's like I can't watch this anymore. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's like, uh, and, and I and I look at some of the early episodes. And all you needed was the humor of the characters mm -hmm. to get through. Like the episode, Bart gets hit by a car. That was wonderful. Mm -hmm. Where Mr. Burns, you know, hits him in the car. And there's and the whole see, lawsuit. And you're describing these episodes with like one sentence. And I know exactly which episode you're talking about. If you describe a situation in one of the newer episodes, I'll be like, is that from that episode? Did this happen that episode too? Because I feel like some other thing did. Or... Well, in some of the current episodes, they've at least gone back to the families being sort of like, the starting point of the of the of the episode, hmm. um, but still, I don't care that much about Mo. You know, I, I think <laughs> yeah. Mo is funny when he's throwing Barney outside. Yeah, if we do another episode about Mo being the most, I need to see him in his like the flaming Mo episode. Yeah, where he's the antagonist. You know, uh -huh. that's that's all I need. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't care that he's lonely and. <laughs> he wants to hang out with Maggie and everything, or uh, all the other stuff, and and the other characters just. Uh, uh, but then again, you know, they've been on the air what twenty four years now. Yeah, they're probably going to go another two or three years at the very least. I don't know. I I just maybe, I, maybe they'll just go on forever. They'll just be like you know the Tonight Show or. When they do really stupid things, like stupid, stupid things that sort of, that are a middle finger to their own continuity, <laughs> and then they do them almost because they're bored and they want to piss off the audience, and 
then a season later they'll say, well, I don't know what we were thinking. We really regretted that one. Like yeah. when they killed off Fat Tony and then brought in his double, you know? Oh, really? Or they killed the cat like five times during the episode. Uh-huh. And like, let's never speak of this again. And, uh, or the, you know, when, when things have changed radically, but then they decide like toward the end of it, well, we're going back to the way things were. So, okay, it's not really Principal Skinner, it's somebody else. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going like, uh, I can deal with characters coming and going or even dying off or something like that. But, you know, just the, the defiance of, you know, Family Guy knows it's a cartoon. But, yeah. you know, Peter dies like six times in an episode. And they don't care. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it, 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 it makes it sort of hard to care about the characters at all. If they're in a life or death situation, they die in quick little gags, and then they're all going to die for real later on in the episode. Yeah. I'm going like, who who gives a shit? <laughs> and it's like, well, obviously you do because you're watching it. Ha, ha, ha. So, um, but, so there's that. What else has been going on? Um, uh, anybody doing the water thing? I've seen tons of people do the AS, uh, ALS yeah. water challenge. Yeah, the water thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked uh, Vern Troyer's the best because uh, he's out here in California where we have a drought going on, and uh, he put a cookie in his mouth and had them dump milk over his head. Okay. Everybody, you know, I've seen peop- you know, lots of people getting the water bucket over their heads and yeah. stuff like that. I'd rather just donate. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's that. So go donate. <laughs> yeah, you just <laughs> Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah, Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah. I don't know. And are they really giving people a hard time in Southern California? Because it doesn't look like it's that much water. I, I think I, I saw something recently saying it's like less than a shower. Yeah, it sure does look like it. Looks like a couple of glasses of water. Some people just get away with, you know, you can go to the the, the freezer. And you most most freezers have instant ice makers. You just you know, there's a way to do it. You just like take a bucket. You you put the ice from the ice maker in there. You've already made ice out of it anyway. Just let it sit out in the sun for about a half hour. It melts. Plop it over your head. And it's not like you're wasting you know water that you you were going to you know that wasn't already used or something. True. But I guess, you know, people have such a social conscience in California. We cannot do that. We cannot waste any water. Um, but, uh, or at least go to the beach and then you can use all the water you want. <laughs> Except the beach is scuzzy. I don't like going to the <laughs> beach as we, as we determined from the start beach of the Beach water show. challenge. I think I have a needle in me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'd be funny. Like somebody goes to the beach and they scoop up some water and dump it on their head, and then the, like a stingray flops out <laughs> on their head and stings them. Just an octopus grabs on their head. Yeah, yeah. They run around. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be actually. <laughs> somebody would complain. You're hurting that poor animal. <laughs> That's just terrible. Did you get to see the animals on your birthday? Animals. Yeah, you, did uh, you get a chance to go to the uh, uh, wildlife? Wildlife. Yeah. No, birthday. no, I did nothing on my birthday. Oh. Worked. I did nothing on my birthday. 
just uh, I worked because I was trying to get an assignment and and it worked out fine. I think we're going to go to New York later in the year as a way of uh, celebrating my birthday. Missy said, "What do you want to do?" And I said, "I want to go somewhere." And so I think we're going to go to New York in the fall and and uh, see uh, some Broadway shows and see some friends perform comedy and uh, and uh, just just see what we can what we can do when when we're back there. New York is sort of a safe place. We go there at least once a year or twice a year. <laughs> Getting a little tired of it, but uh, you have the hiccups? Just a little one. Oh. It's gone now. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I, like, I like traveling. I like going to places that we haven't been. We, we still have to get to France one of these, one of these days. But... Uh, yeah, we're uh, we're looking forward to Italy. We have bought our plane tickets, so we're uh, when do you go? About that, uh, sometime in February. February. Right? Yeah. Oh, exactly. nice. February. Valentine's Day and Carnival. Oh, nice. Yeah, should be very fun. Is it cold over there at that time of year? I imagine it's a little. Should be a little be. chilly. Yeah, it should be a little. February chilly. Should be fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not the wet months, from what I understand. Yeah, uh, hopefully we'll yeah. be avoiding those. But it's still a somewhat off season, so we could uh, afford it. <laughs> Well, Italy's got a fairly good uh, ski season, I think. You know, oh, yeah. they well, in the Italian Alps, they I guess skiing is popular up there. And uh, hmm. I don't know, I've never I've never been to Italy, but uh, yeah, we're planning on doing the you know Rome and uh, uh, Vatican City, and then check out Pompeii, and then go up to Venice for the Carnival, mm. and then just finish it off out there in uh, Florence and. It's Carnival where they walk around wearing like those cloaks and big masks. Yeah, Venetian masks. And yeah. the 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 Mister Punch hats and everything like exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that sounds like fun. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Dress up in uh, like Arlecchino Harlequin. Yeah, yeah, they got some really nice uh, designs of masks and stuff yep. with big beaks and noses that I looked at interesting and mm-hmm. fancy ones. And... Well, you've got. The classic Harlequin over there, and then you've got our Americanized Harley Quinn. Yeah, I don't think you two could be farther apart from either <laughs> one of them. Maybe I should just wear uh, the Harley Quinn suit uh, out there and see how they react. That's <laughs> <laughs> sort of like taking everything that was really great about the Harlequin character and then sort of <laughs> making it into a, like a you know a quarter pounder. <laughs> Especially with me wearing it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think someone out there was making. The Batman Venetian mask, right? Oh, well, there you go. I think they actually did do a, a Harley-designed Venetian mask. Yeah, like an homage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So an homage to your bastardization. <laughs> I guess so. Well, Harlequin is a is traditionally a male character. Yeah. Although I've seen plenty of female Harlequins. I mean, I guess it's sort of like Peter Pan. It could be any portrayed by anybody. But Harlequin is technically a... Uh, Harlequin actually has a girlfriend named Columbine, and uh, oh. I'm lucky I didn't use that name. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But Columbine is also the name of a, a of a flower. Also, you know, it didn't. I actually considered the name early on when I came up with the character, but you know, Harley Quinn sounds cute, and Harley is a cute name for a girl. Mm-hmm. Columbiney it doesn't mean <laughs> yeah. anything. It just. It almost is too froofy sounding, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I'm lucky I left that uh, that idea in the drawer. But uh, it's, I've gotten a lot of. I got a box of Harley Quinn stuff I just haven't opened yet from oh. DC. 
Wow. It showed up last week. I have to open it up. I don't even know what it is. There's... <laughs> have you seen any of those uh, with the pinup type bombshell ones that they did with like the 40s airplane? Oh, yeah. Design? I've got that in the other room. I've oh, got that in my... gorgeous. I've got the Harley Quinn one in, in my office, and I've seen the other ones, the Black Canary one yeah. where she looks like... She... She's one of the Andrews sisters. And yeah, that's, they're just amazing. The Zatanna one, the the, the pinup one with the uh, John Constantine changed into a rabbit. That's, yeah. that's kind of cute. Um, what are some of the other ones? And then, uh, oh, the Wonder Woman one is terrific. You oh, know, yeah. like the We Can Do It Wonder yeah, Woman. Totally. The, yeah, totally. Uh, what, what's her name? Uh, Rosie the River. Rosie the Riveter oh. homage, yeah. Uh-huh. And they do uh, a good job with those... Um, with the with that stuff, I mean, with the with the passing of the Warner Brothers Studio stores from about fourteen years ago, mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 remarkable the way they just imploded. Yeah. Um, DC Direct has sort of stepped into the breach, and uh, and they're the ones coming out with all the fun looking stuff for the uh, uh, you know the stuff that they would have sold in the galleries there. But you know, I also think because it's done by the folks who do the comic books. There's a lot of affection for it and mm-hmm. knowledge and a sense of humor about the characters and everything. So it's always interesting to see what they what they have coming up with and what they're doing next. And and the bombshells have been have been pretty popular for them, I think. Yeah. Um, there's a Supergirl one. There's a Mira one. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mira was the last one I saw where it looked like she was like, you know, a beach girl in in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. There's never enough Mira stuff. She's she's terrific. I always liked her when I was a kid. She was like my big comic book crush. I don't know why. I just thought, man, she's pretty hot. You know, wears like low cut sw- skin diver suit <laughs> and uh, and, and hair and uh, she had all that red hair. And for some reason, yeah. she had swim fins. Yeah, it's like swim. Fin- what is she? Part frog? I mean, like no, there's. Those are big old honking swim fins built in the bottom of her of her onesie there, <laughs> and I thought it was really cool that Aquaman was uh, was married. I kind of liked married heroes. I think they they had some sort of stability to them. Like so, you the, don't agree with the, the once a hero gets married, it ruins the character. Well, it depends on the hero. I mean, you know, uh, 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 Aquaman. I always liked the Aquaman family uh, mm-hmm. family uh, dynamic there. I thought it was really cool. You had uh, Aquaman, and then you had Aqualad, who was not really his son, but yeah. he was he depended he on him like a sidekick, yeah, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. And then he, but Aqualad would always like was always more concerned with being off with the Teen Titans, and then they had Aqua Baby, and man, it dug my heart out when they killed Aqua Baby. How could you kill a baby? You killed Aqua Baby? No. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, it's horrible. Poor Aquaman. He never recovered from it. Yeah. And then Mira, I thought was was gorgeous. I mean, you know, it. See, see, there's the thing. It's like yeah, their pet Topo. You know. It, 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 oh, the octopus. Yeah. Yeah. And then the uh, no, Tusky, the walrus. Yeah. yeah uh, but there was. Uh, I didn't mind that. You know, they're they're. I. I disagree that everything for kids has to feature kids exclusively. Yeah. And and um, because there was something about I like the Fantastic Four for the same reason. Mm-hmm. It was Sue it was and and Reed. You know, they were like the mom and dad, but they were still young and fun. Even though Reed had a little touch of gray, it was still it, you know it made him kind of like the boss. Yeah. And I like that. And Ben was not the boss. Ben was 
a boss character, but he was not the boss because he was he was too unhinged, and you felt sorry for him. Ben was like the kids, you know, like mm-hmm. he was like the big surly teenager, and Johnny Storm was the cool asshole guy who mm-hmm. you had the car and the girls and everything. And, and Ben and Johnny acted like brothers fighting all the time. Yeah, I loved that dynamic. Yeah. I thought it was really cool, you know, and then a bad guy like Mole Man or Doctor Doom would show up, and then they'd all pull together, and, yeah. and it, was, it, was really, it was really great. And I liked, I liked that kind of adult dynamic in that book. And mm-hmm. I liked the adult dynamic in Aquaman. You know, that he's king of the, the sea and Mira is the queen of the sea and, and, and the kids are, are you know, kind of helping out and, and everything like that. I'm not saying everybody had to get married, but I liked Hawkman and Hawkgirl. You know, same, yeah. same reason. You know, because they were, they were cops from another planet and they were here together. Or whichever I, origin you choose. Well, that was the one that always made kind of the most sense for me. Yeah. But then again, Batman, no way. Batman's never getting married. Uh-uh. Well, what about Spider-Man and the whole Mary Jane thing? That was terrible. It was terrible. I think I, the whole Gwen Stacy thing, I think, was awful. I think Gwen was Spider-Man's, you know, number, you know, great love. And I so think, it, was, it was bad to kill her off and yeah. replace her. And then Spider-Man just took this left turn for me that he never truly has recovered from. Oh, wow. You know, never, never really liked it. I mean, I, um, Spider-Man and Mary Jane and Gwen were always sort of, I liked the dynamic that he had a little bit of the Archie Andrews thing there that he, that he couldn't, he could never really decide. But, you know, the, that's what happens. You have got characters that are very dynamic and then you've got to make them stay basically in stasis for so long. Um, but Spider-Man should never have grown up, um, Thor, I didn't care. Uh, Thor, 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 and, and and Iron Man, bachelors, you know. Yeah, bachelors for life. Bachelors for life. Tony Stark, bachelor for life. Bruce Wayne, bachelor for life. Clark Kent. You I know. think it's weird that they give that Tony Pepper Potts relationship a thing. I I just think that's bizarre. I don't know. <laughs> what in the movies? Well, not only in the movies, but it seems like they carried over to comic books and whatnot. So well, it's like, it was always the sort of thing I think where you know Pepper was his gal Friday and then, yeah. And then she eventually they hooked her up with Happy and they got married and stuff like that. His his bodyguard and but uh, you know Tony Stark should always be a bit of a you know an asshole. And uh, yeah. Batman can't marry anybody. Superman you know it doesn't work if he's married to Lois and he's got to pine for her. You know he's got to be like you know Superman is the. Uh, he has to be playing jokes on her and teaching her lessons. Well, that oh, part that, that part was pretty <laughs> cruel. I mean, Superman, you know, really did evolve into... Like, I don't know what was going on in the dynamic in the Superman book there, but Lois was like this catty, scheming, man-hungry monster. And it's like, well, Lois, I've got to teach you a lesson, so for the next 24 hours you're going to get really, really fat. <laughs> Uh, like choke sob will superman love me now that i'm fat and or because superman is shallow it's one of his well-known traits so he's got to yeah you got to teach him a lesson you know so he was always doing you know idiotic stuff to lois you know and and it was her fault and and uh and 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 he's misogynistic and it's like lois do you really want to be married to a guy who's going to put you through the paces and do like that who always wants you to return to your place, to know your place and everything. It's like, well, Lois, I can't marry you because one of my enemies might might harm me by harming you. I'm already fat. 
<laughs> yeah. I've, I, you, you've swollen my brain to gigantic portions. You've turned me into a bizarro, a centaur, a, 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 a robot, all these things. You know, I'm a baby again. And all to teach me a lesson. You know, there's nothing the Superman Revenge Squad can do to me that, that, that was any worse than what you've done to me already. You know, it's like, I, I think they just love the idea of warping or transforming the characters. The characters were so well known at that point. It's like, let's do Lois as a baby. Let's do Lois as this. Let's do Lois as a monster. Let's do Lois as, as this. You know, so either her scheming gets her into trouble mm. and, and falls into a trap that Superman has cleverly rigged for her to fall into. <laughs> Lois Lane gets superpowers, except when she really needs to fly, then she doesn't. Ah! <laughs> But it was the same with Mr. Mixesplit, you know, yeah. Mr. Mixesplit, you know, he would show up and and it would just be a, a device for screwing around, you know, let's let's make Superman into a freak and I'll make Jimmy into a freak and everybody gets to be a freak. Because at that point, I guess they figured the kids, the, the, the writers were so bored about having to write Superman stories and kids were bored about reading them. It's like, well, let's turn Jimmy into a porcupine and, or a giant <laughs> turtle and Superman into, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. And a lion headed lion headed yeah, Superman. Yeah. Or, yeah, that was great. Or you know, and then at that point it's like, what? What he's a hero for what reason now? <laughs> and then I and then some of the Justice League stories I was reading around that time, it's like make no sense whatsoever. But it's like they're all in the same book, so you gotta buy it. Yep. Here's Superman, Green Arrow, Black Canary, Batman, Elongated Man, Adam, Aquaman. Oh, it's totally all getting on TV. Do you watch any of those shows? What? The uh, Arrow or the new Flash. Are you looking forward to that or Gotham? Uh, no, not really. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, I, I, I mean, I'm a little bit intrigued by them, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, it's like I, I plan to see everything when they come out, I guess. Yeah. But I'm not like jumping up and down for them. They look like they're well done. Yeah, so. yeah we finally are catching up on Arrow because it's on Netflix, so it's... It's a good show. It's well done. Uh-huh. It's, you know, nothing to write home about. There's certain changes. That I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's just geekdom. <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. I'm sure yeah. they'll be fine. Hi, Dane Dogs. Here's Misty Lee. Who wants to play a game called Bean Boozled? Bean Boozled. So I bought these oh. jelly beans today. <laughs> And the question is, are you brave? I, hi, hi, Spaz. I had always uh, planned on playing that, but this? never found somebody to play it. So. Well, you're about to play it right okay, now. Okay, let's play come it. Here. Come here, buddy. He's going to think you're going to give him candy. I'm looking forward to some of these uh, flavors. Well, he can't, have those, he can't have candy. All right, so yeah. here's the... No, he can't have it. Are those so, Bernie Bots candies? Nope, they're worse. Yeah. So here's how the game works. These jelly beans may look alike, but they taste very different from each other. If you think you can tell them apart, we dare you. Okay. So, they've got a couple of them here, and it's either the one that looks like Tutti Frutti, Uh actually tastes like Mm. stinky socks. Mm. Ooh. There's one that looks like lime, but might taste like lawn clippings. Oh. There's one that might taste like berry blue, Mm -hmm. or might taste like toothpaste. Might taste like buttered popcorn or rotten egg. Peach or barf, mm. chocolate pudding or canned dog food, caramel corn or moldy cheese, juicy pear or booger, oh. coconut or baby wipes, oh. licorice or skunk spray. 
I don't think I want either of those. <laughs> I th actually, skunk spray might be better. Yeah, I don't like licorice either, yeah. so we'll give that one to Paul. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, I can't have any of that because I'm Oh, you can't. <laughs> I don't want that. You're not going to puss out on the game. You've got to play. All right. Let me so see. everybody has to play. Right. So I'm going to pull one out, two, two out that look like the... Ooh, 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 ooh. That look like the exact same color. We and don't you know if one screwed. of yeah they both could be yeah the they wrong. both could be horseshit. Well, yeah. that wasn't on the list. I don't think that. Yeah, I hope so, that's not one of the flavors. All right, so I've got in my hand lime or lawn clipping. Whoops! And, and they're them all, all on the over my yeah. Now. That's so awesome. that, that's the don't touch them. They're fine. <laughs> lime or lawn clippings. I'll okay. take you want to do lime or lawn? Clippings? Yes, I do. Okay, so here's two. Mm -hmm. Choose your bean. Just one of the beans. Uh, just take one bean and give me the other one back. Okay. And we'll put them in our mouth at the same time and say mm -hmm. which one we got. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're going to play a game called Who Got Screwed? One, one two, two, three. three. Okay, they're eating. Both of them have a straight face. Oh, oh Misty is confused. I got lawn clippings. Oh, okay. It's actually pretty good. Oh, nice. I'm all right with this game. I got lawn clippings. Oh. Do you know the difference between lime and lawn clippings? <laughs> yeah. I don't trust your taste buds. <laughs> you like Mexican food. Mm. Loves Mexican food. Can't oh. not have Mexican food for a week. Must have it always. I don't blame him. It's oh, you guys good. like it too. I'm the only one oh. in this house. I think it's like old people-ish. What? Mole sauce. And, oh. I just think it's uh, All right, so you're sure that box. wasn't lime? Craving cactus taco. You're sure it wasn't lime? You know, you know the, the best place to go? Hey. What? Was that lime? For sure it was not lime. It was for sure grass. I know lime. That was grass. Okay, guys. <laughs> I have two more green ones here, so come. Yeah. Emily, here. He knows lime, but uh. <laughs> oh, we've got two more for us again too. Lime or lawn clippings? You want to play that one again, Paul? Uh, no. <laughs> because it's okay. gonna be lawn clippings again. Well, how do we know? Could yeah, be we know lawn? by color. You know, you can't know by color. I do know Take by color. Take two, and then Ezra gets one. Okay, so me and Emily get to. Oh, the selection's so careful. All right, take one. Okay, which one's the lime and lawn clippings wasn't is, that is bad. Is this no, the no. lime and lawn clippings? It's lime too? or lawn okay. clippings. Ready? One, two, two three. three. I got lime. All right, lime clippings. That's I'm, not bad, I'm not, see? I'm not tasting it just I yet, but it's definitely not lime. Mm -hmm. I got lime clipping. You got lime clipping two out of two? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm You got lucky. I liked that one better than the lime. Mm. Yeah, lime clippings reminds me of something. Okay. Of lime clippings? Yeah. No. Next. Here reminds we go. Reminds me of weed. Next up, we have berry blue or toothpaste. Deanie, take yours. Don't put it in your mouth yet. Em, come pick two, please. Then I'll take whatever's left. She said bravely. Mm -hmm. Will her altruism pay off? We shall find out. So berry blue. Do you berry have to blue or, or toothpaste. toothpaste. Yeah, he was scratching at the back door. Okay, okay. let's see. Am I okay. going to be brushing my teeth? Here we go. One, two, two three. three. I got toothpaste. Toothpaste. Berry blue. <laughs> you get so toothpaste? So you got blue, berry blue? Is that what oh. What'd you get, Danny? Berry blue. Why are you oh. looking out? <laughs> Mm -hmm. He's looking out. Yeah, I definitely got peppermint toothpaste. Yeah, I'm minty fresh right now. <laughs> no, you like this game, see? Mm -hmm. Here's another lime or lawn winning. clippings. I want a black one. No, we're not there yet. Here's another lime or lawn clipping. Here's one, two, three. Is that four. all that's in the pack? No, there's a ton <laughs> of them. Here you go, Emily. As long as we stay away from sweaty socks, I think that's a. There's there's only two of them, so that oh no, there's four. Ah. Yeah, buddy. Damn That's it. lime. All right, here we go. Okay, one, one, two, two three. three. I got lawn clippings. Lime again. 
All right, long oh, clippings. you'll never know the long clippings because I don't have any more. All right, long clippings. Don't eat it yet. Let's go and smell. How, how do you know? I know. <laughs> I know what I know. How can you tell? I know what I know. I think you're full of bullshit. I know what I know. Don't eat it yet. No, I know. I want a skunk smell. It smells smell. like Kevin Smith. What? It smells like Kevin Smith. Does Kevin smell like a skunk? Well, it's weed good. smell, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, here, Emily, take two. I always heard that skunk smell and the weed smell were similar. He invited me down to, today to watch him shoot a piece of his new movie. Stan Lee was going to be there at 5 o'clock. Oh, yeah? You know Stan Lee. Are we ready? Yeah. I'm only going to bite into this because I cannot ready. handle licorice. Yeah. I would rather uh, skunk than licorice. One. I got licorice uh, for sure. I don't want that one. I one. pinched it and you I can smell it. You want the skunk spray? Oh! oh I just oh. pinched it! Oh, are you doing skunk? the skunk spray you're saying I have blow, one or of licorice? each in my hand. I pinched it yeah, and smelled it. Yeah, but which did you react to? The, the skunk spray is too, okay. it's too much. It's oh. disgusting. I'm hoping I got licorice then. Pinch I, it and smell it. It's too much. I'm not eating this. I got licorice. Oh, my God. I got licorice. <laughs> oh, I'm get? not eating this. What did you get? It's skunk spray. I told you it oh stinks. Oh, my God. Uh, smell it. It's it's oh I can smell it over here it's yeah but licorice it's, it's bad <laughs> it's really here's a regular licorice oh wink wink I'm no. not <laughs> I, I oh I have to know I have to try it no tastes like coffee really doesn't it just taste nearly bad. as bad as it smells I'm still not eating it I like durian fruit no you eat it it's not bad here you want to you smell know it? what it tastes like chewing on a rubber tire. Okay, not selling me here. Ah, the joys of summer. <laughs> yeah. Hang out See, the burning tire plant. It's certainly not good. Mm -hmm. Like, I would not choose this out of a package. I can smell it from here. Yes, it smells oh. worse than it it's tastes. It's like ski coffee. It, it's like, it's like burnt coffee. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. So we'll set that one aside as a failure. Okay, so you can find it later, like a week later. No, once you'll eat it and you'll get some. <laughs> All right, let's see. What, give me another one. We have four of them. Okay. Let's see. We have a choice. We can do bar for peach. Ugh. Stinkies, I know, am I selling it? Uh, buttered popcorn or rotten egg? Uh, uh, rotten egg's gonna smell. I'll guess bar for peach. Bar for peach? <laughs> okay, everybody, here they come. I've got exactly four <laughs> I don't of that. Know oh. why, how I ended up in this point in my life <laughs> where I'm choosing between barf and peach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Emily, here you go. Notice how altruistic I've been, and I've been screwed. Did you get, there? Did you get barf? Or did I you got barf. Peach? Did you? Oh, I got barf. Oh, I smell it. I want to smell it. Do well, all these can't. have a smell? Like, does yeah, lawn you pinch it. If you break the shell, then you know what you got. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> so close to barf. Okay, uh, can I have a... Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> can, I, can I have a napkin, please? Uh, uh, worse than the $2 menu at McDonald's. <laughs> No, yeah. nothing's worse than the trailer. Why are we well, doing actually, this? The shut up, shut up. It's fun because it's adventurous. This is fun? Okay, booger or juicy pear? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm more willing to eat a booger than barf, that barf and one was skunk spray. Disgusting. Oh. Skunk spray, I, I would say of all of them, lawn clippings has been the tastiest alt yeah, flavor I can, so far. It, it seems like a flavor that I've had before that I like. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, that barf one, I'm thinking about it and getting nauseated. Too yeah, that, that's... I had a guy when I was in dentistry who puked Taco Bell up into oh. my chair while under nitrous oxide. I can't, I can't even eat it anymore. Wow. All right, so Thank booger you. or juicy pear? Here we go. Can we One. squeeze it? I, I'm saying yes because I can't handle them. That's oh, booger. That I can't tell. Smells like jalapeno. Is that booger? I don't know. I'm gonna have to taste it. I guess. That's booger. 
Your boogers taste like jalapenos? No. Yeah, it's a jalapeno y booger. I found it's a place jalapeno. that it, it's like a sweet jalapeno. I found a place Here, that. Do you want that? No, I don't. Who decided that boogers taste like jalapenos? Somebody who sniffs some, jalapenos. Some third grader. Like, nah, that's what boogers taste like. Great Mexican restaurant off of Sunland. It's called. Boogers or jalapenos? No, it's called uh, that's in this Mole box. of the Gods. And it's oh. like different moles, and it's really, really good. Like okay, the, everybody. I heard the guy does a mommy burger opened up a new place called Choco Chicken. And it's because they couldn't decide whether they wanted fried chicken or mole. Uh -huh. So they made it They both. mixed them? Yeah. Okay, guys, this is so Stinky Socks or Tutti Frutti. Okay, Stinky Socks or Tutti Frutti, huh? Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you have me. That's to teach some you my awful break. cheese there. Oh, <laughs> sweet Christmas! Why do it's only there's no, no good no, flavors no, in there. No! Yikes! Oh my! No. There's no fucking good flavors. Oh no, no! Yikes! Is this one tutti frutti? Nope. No, it isn't. There's no, no tutti frutti. They're all meant to screw you. <laughs> it's toenail fruity. Okay, canned dog oh. food or chocolate pudding? Oh, I don't care. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, you guys were so close to done. Don't be dicks. Uh, okay, let's do it. Chocolate or dog food? Chocolate oh, pudding. God. Oh, they, oh they both look so good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, yay, I got chocolate pudding. No, wait, that's dog food. Oh, no, I don't know. That's <laughs> dog food. Oh, 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 oh. oh okay. <laughs> Are you just being... That's dog food after you pick it up. Oh, it is. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, that's dog food that's <laughs> oh. been through the process. It, it, it smells it's, like sitting out. Oh, yeah, it yeah, canned alpo. Yeah, I'm not changing Oh, God, I'm cleaning the stables Here, again. This. Oh. oh, yeah, that's not. That's <laughs> canned dog food. Yikes. Boy. You can't <laughs> smell canned dog food, huh? All right, all right, all right. Eat all right. It. So we've got a final round. And we've got rotten egg versus buttered popcorn. Oh, fuck. Jeez, <laughs> oh, rotten egg. Oh. Rotten egg. Or moldy cheese versus caramel corn. Shit. So you guys get one and we get one, which is which. You guys want to go with the moldy cheese or rotten egg? <laughs> uh, what is the other, the possible good flavors? Uh, uh, buttered popcorn or caramel corn. Do you have some I'll Boston baked beans? I do one. have Boston baked beans. We're going to need them to... Yeah, you can have, I have legit candy in the other okay, one. Okay, good. Oh, I'll have the caramel corn. Crap. Caramel corn or moldy cheese. Yeah, because I'm not a big buttered popcorn fan. Oh. Take two. And call me in the morning. Yeah, don't call me. Because, you get the moldy I, cheese. man, I feel sick from moldy cheese. Oh, oh, I got, a, I got a caramel corn, so I want to smell the bad one. Oh, okay. Oh. All right, all right, Deanie, here you go. What are those? Rotten egg or buttered popcorn? Oh. <laughs> Ooh, that's moldy cheese. Okay, here you can come have this caramel corn. All right, ready, Deanie? One. Mm. I think that's. <laughs> bad but now i think it's my fingers <laughs> all right paul one two three Rock no! yeah that's, yeah <laughs> that's not my fingers cheese one. i want to smell the moldy cheese one. It's not your fingers. there's caramel corn ow <laughs> this is like torture no! <laughs> no all right so there's just one two last ones and it's moldy rotten egg or buttered popcorn rotten egg <laughs> <laughs> And the last one is baby wipes or coconut. Oh if it's no! Legit coconut, I will give it to you. There you go. Is it half of a good one? And it is yeah. baby wipes. This smells like Maggie Simpson at the Universal ride. Mm. Good God! Actually, that smells like it would taste pretty good. Nope. 
No, it doesn't. Nope, doesn't taste good at all. <laughs> well, baby wipes do smell good, but they probably don't taste good they don't either. Taste good. I yeah. don't lick a lot of babies' butts. More proof no, that no, Willy Wonka yourself, hates kids. Oh. All right. Well, oh, that's it, 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 you know, was, a, there was a terrible failure. Stretching them and turning uh -oh. them into blueberries. Yeah, the one I got had enough. a spinny wheel, so you had to like, okay, which flavor do I have to go for? Uh-huh. That was the only part of the game. Can we get the yeah, it's not a fun game. Mm -mm. This game sucks. Ugh. Yeah. Look at he's so pissed. Boston beans. It made great radio, I think, though. <laughs> it probably did, actually. I need, I need legitimate candy. All to... right, what do you want? You want some Boston baked beans? You guys want some, like, not off? I also have beer jelly beans if you want to no. try those. Beer what? You want to try some beer-flavored ones? No. But that one, at least we know what it is, and so if they're disgusting, we just don't eat the rest of the bag. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'll okay, go get those. Enough. I'll go get some legit candies. And some Boston's for Paul. You know, yeah, I, I, I still have, have the coconut, the, the mint M and M's on my desk. Yeah, well, you know what? Ooh, I'm not your that errand girl. Good. Okay. I'm going one place, not two. Boston uh -oh. baked beans. Oh, somebody escaped! So, somebody rotten dropped some rotten egg. egg. It's a rotten egg jelly bean. Good. Disgusting. That was really nasty. What a terrible yeah. game that was. I thank you for figuring out the pinch method, though. Yeah. Up for grabs, we have jelly be jelly belly draft beans. Okay. Which tastes like beer, so we but, should try and them. And they're Jelly Belly. Yeah. Wow. But, well, those are Jelly Belly too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but I'm. Just, I'm you surprised they're Don't that, touch. I'm surprised they make a beer one. I well, I didn't that know either. I just brand. saw it today, and okay. I thought, oh, I wonder. I actually bought those gross ones for the podcast because okay. I was thinking, oh, that would be really fun. <laughs> so, and it wasn't well, fun. Thank it was you. really disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for ruining so, my evening. No, you're <laughs> well, I could have done that without the Jelly Bean. True. No. No. No, Worse I don't want this in my rest? life. I need a cleaner. <laughs> clean. You took okay, a big box, some. you jerk. Worse <sighs> than the uh, other ones? No, equally awful. Equally awful. Yeah, they're really pretty. They're like this really shiny gold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're like a gold with pearl sort of shiny. Yeah, it's on almost it. like a gold mica kind of. It smells good. Yeah. Tastes like soap. It's not great. <laughs> I think they're. Oh soap. yeah, it's, <laughs> it's all the worst parts of like Budweiser and bitter yeah. beer. Oh, yeah. That's like beer's illegitimate <clears throat> bastard son. Yeah. This is why I drink cider. <laughs> it's not okay. Um. Have yeah. you ever had Boston baked beans? No, actually, I, I haven't. Muggsy has lost his damn mind for this shit. He wants us so bad. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, these are candy coated peanuts. That do not taste like baby's asses or barf. Do they taste so, like Boston baked beans or no? No, no, wow. no, no. No, so they don't taste like anything weird. Today I learned uh, <laughs> three musketeers. Uh, there's no reason for the name anymore. What does that mean? Well, do you know what it was when it first came out? It was three pieces of candy. Yes, a strawberry, a vanilla, and a chocolate. Neapolitan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that mm -hmm. was why it was three musketeers. Oh. And now it's just the chocolate, so the name is. Like worthless. Mm -hmm. yeah. I also have Hello Kitty Lucky Stars candy here, mm. which looks, I didn't know what it was. I just liked the container, so I bought it. And Thanks it looks for giving like... me the one off the ground, Emily. I saw that. <laughs> You're doing the Misty Lee method of distribution. Like, there. I dropped this. You want it? And it just fell down in the couch, everybody. And it tastes like vomit. Let's eat it anyway. That's what yeah. I just did. So, um, and then I've got this Hello Kitty Lucky Stars candy, which tastes like it's cute. It comes in this little fake Chinese container. Hmm. Boston like baked beans aren't what I thought they piss. were. Piss. Piss. and ink. Oh. Like Sweeney Todd. Mm. Piss with um, ink. 
lychee, ah. which tastes like piss to me. So those are uh, get them out of my life level up for grabs. Oh man, I saw, I followed this thing on Twitter called You Had One Job. Mm -hmm. And they post like things that people do and someone wrote lazy laziness level expert. And someone had screwed in a light bulb without even bothering to take it out of the blister pack. <laughs> nice. Oh, wow. It was pretty bad. Here's a chocolate frog. You want a chocolate frog? Mm. I already had one. Okay. Well, do you want this one? No, not right now. All right. So I have a lot of Boston baked beans. Do we like the beans? They're okay. They're okay. And then I have a chicka stick, which is crunchy peanut butter with toasted coconut candy. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, I've never had it before. When I was little, they looked like cheese crackers and I wouldn't eat them, but yeah. I don't think that's what they taste like. But we'll find out. So this is a day of tasting adventure for me. <coughs> Muggsy, you can't have That's it. all right. Yeah? It's like a Butterfinger. Nice. Here you go. Want to grab me some of that? Because I know you don't Not like the coconut. Not the best thing I've ever had. Not the worst, though. Hi, Jeannie. How you doing, baby? You going to try some? No. You break it though. Okay. What are you eating there, dude? Bees? BBBs. Pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Except they call them peanut head now. No, they call them peanut head company Boston baked beans. Mm. Because the Terra Pan company is now one of the heads. Right. Hmm. That's all right. Mm. Here's I your like chicken that. stick. You wanna yeah. try that out? No, you. No, all right. Well, hmm. Okay. It reminds me of um, Thai peanut flavor. Yeah, it's like fake peanut. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's like McDonald's peanut candy. Um, do you guys want this chocolate frog? It's milk chocolate frog with crisp rice, and it comes with a collectible wizard card. Yeah, we it's could like... use a new wizard card. We got oh. a whole bunch on the wall. <laughs> okay, well, here you go. Dumbledore keeps leaving. Ready? One, two. Oop. There you go. See who you got. Muggsy really wants it. <laughs> hey, Muggsy, you can't have chocolate. Did he not have dinner? He just sniffed the mic. <laughs> you I didn't feed him. Did I you fed feed him. him? <clears throat> he probably wants some moonlight snacks, though. I'm going to 9.30. Mm. Who'd you get? It's Hagrid. Who? Hagrid? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Have a little dragon with him. I don't want a wizard card. I'm not going to do that. <clears throat> you want the ass half of my frog? How nice of you. Mm -hmm. I guess if she's going to give you floor candy, you can give mm -hmm. her frog butt. Mm -hmm. well, but, the like. least I could do. Mm -hmm. So are we done? I guess so. That was a weird podcast. I just came in, got gross, and got out. Uh -huh. Actually, that's pretty efficient. Yeah, yeah. I like it. It ended <laughs> on, on a sweet note. Not really. Baby wipes. Well, well I'm eating ass. chocolate frog now. So. Yeah. Muggsy's so upset. He got no frog. <laughs> yes. I got nothing. You guys suck. He's going to mute all the mics. I'm just for real Boston baked beans. Well, then go get some. You know how to make those. Mm. You're a Boston boy. I know. Boston. Mm. What makes a Boston baked bean? What's this What? What makes a Boston baked bean? Well, God. it's a process of cooking it. You um, you get that kind of like oval, you know, that that, that very round shaped pot, you know, mm -hmm. with a little lid on it. That's yeah. burgundy on the top and yeah. brown on the or light brown on the bottom. Yeah. Okay. And what you do is you take the beans and you soak them overnight, and uh, and you clean and you get all the pieces out. So then you uh, bake it, you know, for for hours. It was like a, a supper type thing that mm -hmm. you'd make uh, for like working class people in Boston. That was something that you would involve very little preparation. Once the beans are are rinsed and soaked, 
you uh, add some salt and then you add some pork. You add like a piece of big piece of salt pork or bacon and let that seep, sit in the middle of the pot. <coughs> and the melting fat would... That's after you bake them? No, while no. you bake them. Oh, while you bake them. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's um, small beans um, with... Um, um, with the with the pork, and then usually a cup of molasses. Oh, okay. Gonna give it a sweetened taste. Molasses or um, um, <laughs> maple maple syrup and some brown sugar, hmm. and you just let it bake, and you let it bake and bake and bake, and then the beans get all nice and soft and, and syrupy, and you take that out and you have that as a side dish with your. Um, Brown, so, brown bed. Okay, bread. so listen, go ahead and ask him your beans Oh, I was going to say, is there any like particular difference between uh, the, the bushes, baked beans with maple and bacon? Well, no. Okay, that answers my question. I want to know. I never, never knew. He has a personal preference, but Boston baked beans are baked beans. You okay. Use a little, you know, northern white uh, beans. Might see, got bananas. Speaking of Boston, I have a letter here from May 1st, 1924, sent from Symphony Hall in Boston, Massachusetts. I just bought a bunch of letters on eBay from the 20s to 40s. And this one happens to be from a fellow by the name of Carl Stockbridge. And he says, May, May 1st, 1924, Harry Houdini was still alive for two years at this point. Uh-huh. My dear Mr. Pierce, I've arranged to be free from the Boston Pops on June 3rd and will furnish the trio as I agreed for $50. I will have to collect, however, for express on harp as I did at the church and, of course, railroad fares. How many numbers would you like us to play? And kindly let me know the character of the something, the pieces we follow in order to find out suitable numbers. About what time will we need to leave Boston? I don't seem to know just where Newberry is. Hoping to hear from you soon. I remain sincerely yours, Carl Stockbridge. P.S. Kindly excuse the lady's writing paper. My own just gave out. What His own <laughs> paper gave out. What a player. <laughs> <laughs> kindly excuse the lady's writing paper. I kind of love that letter. That is a great Massachusetts name. Isn't that funny? Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. I wonder what else is in here. It's like all this. You just randomly. Oh, buy this their stuff? accident insurance. There's, there's all their papers like out of their desk. I bought these papers out of there. It was like twenty bucks, and it all came out. Of, here's the terrain. Here's like a, a carved, engraved sheet of stationery from a place called the Terrain, and it's awesome. John Pierce's accident and health department insurance. This is nuts. Tax exempt five percent investment. A nerve tonic, the druggist certificate. It's just crazy what they sent here. It just came. So I'm like all excited. Their automobile insurance. Did you buy it by the pound? Electric bill. Now is this all from one family? No, it was 20 bucks. Just This is the Pierce's personal effects. Wow. Yeah, and I'm going to use them in the seance, I think. Mm. Like these will be some of the ghosts that I bring back. Here's one from the Davenport Hotel in Spokane. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's see what happened to Mr. Pierce. Oh, the letter's missing. Oh, what a mystery. (laughs) My dearest John. What's this? Mm. Something from 
Dartmouth, with every good wish for a right Merry Christmas and bright New Year. Old Colony Trust Company in Boston, an account for John W. Pierce. Maybe there's still money in it. I know, I should go look. <laughs> he put six thousand he had six thousand two hundred seventy-three dollars and twenty-two cents as a deposit on March first, nineteen fifteen. Wow, 1915, that was like a million dollars. Right? Wow. This dude was not poor. No. And there's only one entry. Only one entry? That's very ominous. Just the deposit, 1915. Oh. And it, it might him. have been an inheritance. <clears throat> it wasn't him, it was Annie Pierce, his wife. Mm. In 1915. Annie Pierce, what did you do? It's, I know, I want to go see if she still has an account and say, can I pick this up? Yeah. You know how much interest would have accrued? Are <laughs> oh you related God. to them? No, but I bought their... <coughs> I bought no. their effects on eBay and I got this book. <laughs> she told me I could have it. Oh, that's legal. Mm. <laughs> sure it is. It's standing. I, I don't I don't know about that. There's got to be somebody they're related to that deserves it. Wow, this is a, here's a Christmas postcard. And it has the three wise men on their way to Bethlehem. And it says the and it's season's... from the, the yeah. actual wise men. It's actually from, oh, it's from it's from be Gaspar. there soon. It's from Gaspar to uh, Mary saying, um, "What does a kid want? I got him socks, but so did Melchior. You can stop <laughs> on the way. And We've get got him these jelly else. beans, love. Yeah. There's an answer. From... All I smell is foot jelly bean. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> the marriage of his daughter, Jeannie Mehetable. To Mr. Nelson Ross and Foss. Ross and Foss. Nelson Ross and Foss. <laughs> it looks like Mr. Ross and Foss. It looks like the guy with just one tooth, the <laughs> guy on Family Guy. Nelson Ross and Foss. No one can speak properly when your name is Nelson Ross and Foss. That's terrible. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm done. Thanks, everybody. Yay. That was stupid podcast. <laughs> Go eat yourself some weird jelly beans. And and buy some shit on eBay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This has been another episode of Radio Rashi. If you've enjoyed this episode, let everyone know by leaving a review in the iTunes store. It's a great way to help others find us. You can also leave comments on RadioRashi.com, Facebook.com forward slash Radio Rashi, or follow us on Twitter at Radio Rashi or at Paul underscore Dini to leave us questions. Thanks for listening, and tell your friends. Mm -hmm.